Welcome to Knitter Square. I'm your host, Leanne Hunt, and I hope you'll pick up your knitting and spend the next little while with me as we share that warm, fuzzy feeling that comes when we knit and crochet for charity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Knitter Square podcast. This is uh, episode five of season two, and I'm very excited to tell you that uh, this month, April, is the one-year anniversary of the Knitter Square podcast. I started it last year in April 2020. We just got into lockdown, and um, I didn't expect it would go on for so long. Well, lockdown, that is. I had no idea about the podcast because it was a whole new venture for me. But I have to say, it's gone so well. I've enjoyed it so much, and I've really found it fun to chat to um, members across the world, our local <clears throat> volunteers as well, obviously, but um, just to kind of bring everybody together, to listen to people's points of view, to have them share about their passion and their interests. And it's really just, I think, such a lovely community building project. Um, so for those of you who are new to the podcast, I did an introductory episode in April last year. Then 16 episodes broke for Christmas, so that was 17 altogether, and we're now on episode 5. So by my uh, calculation, I think that makes it 22 podcasts, episodes altogether. Now as I record this, um, it's the Wednesday just before the Easter weekend, which means you'll be hearing it just after the Easter weekend. And um, I want to say I hope you had a wonderful time, um, that you were able to contact friends and family um, even though you are probably still in isolation, um, that you were able to communicate with them online or by phone. And maybe in some special circumstances that you were able to share a meal together. The sense of what Easter is all about, um, the message of new life and hope, rebirth, resurrection. Um, we've been through quite a tough time, but um, it's just always good to remember that there's um, always another day. God's mercy is new every morning. And we have ample strength and resources within ourselves when we start to dig deep. We find things that we didn't even know we had. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice isn't great this, this week. Anyway, looking back to the last episode, uh, I made a mistake in attributing last year's knit along to Karen Gordon. It wasn't Karen Gordon, it was Rebe Rebecca Price who put it together. She ran it on the forum, but Rebecca Price is also the person who runs the Facebook page, the Nerd Square Facebook page. And Rebecca, if you're listening, um, your, your, I didn't want your work to go <laughs> unnoticed and unappreciated. You did a great job of the knit along last year, and um, I see you've got another one happening now. So to listeners who um, enjoy being in a, a sort of a, a common project, look out for Rebecca's knit along and um, get involved because it's quite fun to to be part of a, an ongoing um, project where you are sort of able to put in your questions and get advice and tips from other people who are all working on the same thing. Now my interview today is with Gloria Grandy who you will all know if you've um, been receiving the snippets newsletter or if you've been on the forum or on uh, Facebook because Gloria is, um, she's a wonderful personality and she's very generous with her uh, participation. Um, she lives in Canada and she explains to you in the interview exactly where she lives and what life is like there. 
<laughs> it was a lovely interview, but I'm afraid we, we chatted so much that I actually completely forgot to ask her about the Knitter Square song. Now, she and her brothers actually put that song together many years ago now, and um, it's been uploaded, well, it's been living on the, the Knitter Square website and on the Facebook page for ages. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, I'm going to play the audio version on the podcast at the end because I just think it's worth listening to. I played it last last year on one of the podcasts, um, uh, but I do think it's worth repeating every now and again because it's it's so cheerful and um, the message in it is so lovely. I think you're going to enjoy that. So I'm not going to um, do a conclusion at the end of this podcast as I usually do. I'll just let you know that um, as I'm busy uh, in recording my introduction now I'm busy knitting a, a corner to corner square thank you to Rebecca Price for teaching me how to do that it's a double knitting acrylic white yarn that I'm using and I'm probably going to knit as far as the um, the widest point and then change to orange and complete the corner to corner square in um, in a contrasting orange color I'll make several of those squares butterfly the ends and then submit them as a pack so that the volunteers have got some brightly colored diagonals, diagonal <clears throat> pattern squares to uh, compile into a blanket. So I hope you enjoy my interview with Gloria Grandy. It's good to have you here, Gloria. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Leanne. It's good to finally be here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, you're in Nova Scotia, and I'm afraid I'm not great at my geography. Can you tell me where that is? Nova Scotia is on the east coast of Canada. Mm -hmm. It's not as far east as you can get. Uh, you thought I was in Newfoundland. Well, Newfoundland is actually Cape Spear in Newfoundland is about the farthest east you can get. But okay. I am in Nova Scotia. In order to get to Newfoundland, I'd have to go on the ferry. But Nova okay. Scotia is a little province. It's a peninsula. And uh, it's one of four Atlantic provinces. The four Atlantic provinces are Newfoundland, PEI, Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick. And uh, so anyway, I'm in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, and staring out at a very gray day. You, I think, are entering your spring, is that correct? Yes, we are. Looking forward to spring and then summer. Lovely. And what signs are there now of, of spring? Um, I mean, you're very far north, so I'm just wondering if, you, if you're seeing the signs yet. Well, we do see little green sprouties coming up, but unfortunately, every now and then we get another snowfall. We're told we're going to get another snowfall. Oh, yeah, we're going to get another one this weekend, apparently. But, <laughs> okay. but after this weekend, I think it's going to start to clear up and we'll have some nice weather. I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, it's always good knitting weather if it's if it's uh, gray and cloudy and snowy, isn't it? <laughs> You got that right. <laughs> Glory, do you want to tell us how you first um, got involved in Knitter Square and, you know, how it came across your path and your, your experiences with it? Well, it started back, I would say, 
let me think now. I think I joined Netta Square in 2013. And the way that happened is I used to knit and crochet. Mm-hmm. And I, I did it so much that I didn't need anything else. And probably this is a familiar story to a lot of knit a square um, crafters. I used to give my stuff away to people. And it got to the point where they'd see me coming with my knitting needles and they'd put their <laughs> hands up and say, no, 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 I don't need any more. <laughs> my girlfriend came in one day and she and I was making, what was I making? I don't know, making something. And uh, I didn't need it. I was just making it for the sake of making it. And I said, uh, do you? And that's all I got out. And she said, Glow, I don't need anything else. She said, you should be knitting for charity. Well, it hadn't yeah. occurred to me at that point. So after she left, I went online and started searching. And of course, I started locally, starting to see if there was anything local that I could contribute to. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, Leanne, there was nothing, um, nothing that appealed to me. Yeah, that's uh, there was the no, the, well, there was no great need. That was the thing. Okay. Um, there was a lot of wants, but not a lot of need. And I came across Knit a Square. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that actually turned me off of one charity here actually locally mm-hmm. was they were specifying use this pattern use this color of yarn and use this type of yarn yeah well you know if you can if you can specify exactly what you want you don't need it very much yeah. so i checked on Nita square and one thing that i read and i believe it was rhonda who said it Um, if you can't afford or you don't have yarn, but you have an old sweater, just rip it back and use that. And I thought, now that is a charity that needs things. So I started reading about it and the rest is history. Fantastic. Gosh. So that was 2013, Gloria. And then you, did you just sort of ease yourself in slowly and get to know everybody because now you're very involved how did that added involvement happen well i i liked the uh friendship that i was offered when i joined the forum Mm. um the forum is a great community to my mind there are people who will say oh it's just a chat room oh no i don't have time for that or i can't do this or that well i would rather be on the forum than on facebook thank you very much Mm, and Oh, yeah. And and I met you don't meet people exactly face to face, but you do meet them. And I've met so many wonderful people on the forum and I have become good friends with a lot of them. And it's just evolved. And I think it was in 2000, maybe it was quite soon, probably in the next year, Mm -hmm. I was asked if I would consider becoming a mod. Of course, Mm -hmm. the forum moderators, they do Mm -hmm. the work behind the scenes and whatever. And of course, I checked into it, all would be expected of me. And I looked at it and decided, yes, I'd like to do this. I would like to help in that way. Great. So I did. and I've been doing it ever since. I don't know when I started with the snippets. A couple of years after that, I guess, Pam Antic used to do it. Ah, okay. And, and you took over from her. And she asked me if I would take it over. And mm. I did. And 
I haven't looked back yet. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, just for um, listeners who aren't necessarily familiar with the, the forum, it's called the Square Circle Forum. And yes. um, I know that you there's lots of different discussions. Can you sort of tell us about what you like to follow on the forum? Oh, I like to try to follow everything because I have to um, put together the newsletter every month. It's hard to write about the news if you don't know what the news is. So yeah. The uh, monthly themes are a lot of fun. I find mm -hmm. a lot of people follow those diligently because, and what they are, Leanne, it doesn't mean that you have to make that particular um, themed square. Those are just for inspiration or for yeah. fun. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have a lot of fun. And um, every month is a different theme, a different host. Uh, Bev Jeffrey puts together, every year she gathers all the suggestions from different forum members mm -hmm. for themes that they would like to see. Mm -hmm. Oh, she matches, then she chooses the themes and matches them with hosts and we go from there. So I like that. Um, I love the blanket room, Patricia. Yeah. Post, oh, she posts photos in the blanket room. Those are really great because people get to see their squares joined with other squares from everywhere, Leanne. They come from all over the world. And it's like we're all holding hands to help these children. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, any news from the barn, that's good to, to um, always check on that. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's just, there's so much. There's just so much on the forum. And when I've visited, I've, I've seen that there's, you, you often do um, things that aren't necessarily uh, strictly knitting related. So for example, if it's Christmas, you might all be exchanging recipes or something like that. Hey? We've done that. Yes, that that's a, <laughs> pardon <laughs> me, but that was a, my dear friend, Ann Powell, who we lost. Yeah. I'm sorry, Leanne. Mm. That's a tender spot with me. She loved to do things like that. She was always reaching out mm. to bring the forum members together in some kind of a, a joint project. And yeah. that was her last effort. She um, put together this, or she, she gathered us together to offer recipes for the uh, cookie exchange. Yeah. That was, um, she wanted to see that as a free download from the cash shop. And sadly, she did, she worked on it with us, but sadly, she passed away before she saw it into the shop. But Andrea did a beautiful mm -hmm. job getting it there. And she dedicated that book to Anne, which was so nice. That's special. And I apologize Lovely. for being so weepy, but mm -hmm. <laughs> she was a very dear friend. You know, Gloria, but I, I, I think it's demonstrative of, of how the, the friendships form on the forum um, and how close you become with people. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. for sure. I was very fortunate because, I mean, I don't fly. Mm -hmm. I refuse to get in an airplane. Okay. And um, I know Bev Jeffrey is also refusing to get into an airplane. <laughs> Bev, Bev, if you're listening to me, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Yeah. So I will I will never meet Bev face to face, but Bev and mm -hmm. I email and we've become very good friends, as I have with many others. But any of the um any of my cast sisters that are in Canada, 
um, I actually got to meet them face to face because we traveled uh, from Nova Scotia and went all the way out yeah. to the West Coast. And we oh, stopped and met lovely. the ones that were there. And Ann Powell was one of those. And I got to meet her twice. And I actually got to hug her. <laughs> nice. Oh, gosh. Um, so where you are in Nova Scotia, do you, are you part of a listen group? Or do you sort of hold the fort on your own? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Am I part of a knitting group? Oh, Leanne. Have you ever heard of the River John Square Knitters? Oh, of course I have. Yes. In fact, I think they got a mention last week on the podcast. <laughs> well, those are my dear ladies. That is a group that, well, that's a story in itself, Leanne. In, uh, I'm going to say about 2014, we were up at our cottage in River John. Mm. And I had tried in, in the city here where I am in Dartmouth, I had tried many things. I put posters up. I talked to people. I tried and tried to get people interested mm. enough that they would make squares and send them to South Africa. Yeah. Nobody would listen. I would sit and knit. People would come over and say, oh, what are you making? And I'd get all excited. Oh, isn't that nice? And they'd walk away. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, how do you get people interested? And I was in the library in River John one day mm -hmm. and the librarian at the time, her name was Margaret. I was talking to her and I said, Margaret, if I come in here someday and just sit and knit, mm -hmm. do you suppose anybody would come in and ask me what I'm doing? <laughs> oh, she said, I'm sure they would, I'm sure. I, she knew what I was doing. She yeah. said, but I'll go one better. She said, why don't we put a poster up in the library mm -hmm. and invite people to come in? You could come in on a sir pick a day and invite people to come in and you'll teach them how to knit or if they already know they could just come and knit with you Lovely. well i said sure that that would be fine so she made up this poster what a lovely poster it was mm -hmm. she said um needles hooks and books what a lovely combination yeah <laughs> and she she put that up on the uh, bulletin board and we agreed i was there on vacation i was only going to be there three weeks so I had three Fridays. I said, well, Margaret, I'll come in on a Friday morning. So she said, for three weeks, you can come in, bring your own hooks and needles and yarn. Mm -hmm. So I went in on this first Friday morning, which was in August. I believe it was August 8th. Mm -hmm. And I had two ladies join me. Mm -hmm. One of them was Margaret's mother. The other was a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, oh, well, I went through my <laughs> spiel. I, I set up my computer and I showed them the photos and, you know, I did all this. And, and when I was leaving, I said to Margaret on the way out, I said, well, I guess that went over like a lead balloon. I said, we, we might as well not bother. Oh, no, no, Margaret said, don't, don't, you've got it up there for three weeks, go through yep. with it and just see what happens. Yeah. So I said, okay, fine. So the next Friday I went and one of those ladies didn't come that week. The mm. other one did and two other ladies, I had three that week. Great. So I thought, well, that's two more ladies. So we mm. shall see. I mm -hmm. went through the whole thing. And on the last Friday, I thought, well, this is it, you know, even if they'll go home and knit a few squares and send them, that'll be great. So I went in mm -hmm. on the last Friday. Leanne, I think there was nine ladies showed up. Oh, that's wonderful. So it's I was 
I was over the moon. So I went through the whole spiel again. I told mm -hmm. them all about Knit a Square, showed them pictures of the darling little children. Mm -hmm. And one, one particular lady sat there with tears in her eyes. And she said, this is great. So at the end of the hour, mm -hmm. I said, well, I thank you all for coming. And I do hope that you'll go home now and knit. And I gave them the address. And I said, mm -hmm. mail your squares to Knit a Square. Well, they all looked at me with long faces and said, but we don't want to stop coming. We want to keep coming. <laughs> so I said, well, you're welcome to come, but I won't be here because I have to go back to Dartmouth. We're here on vacation. Well, Leanne, they kept coming and they kept coming and coming and coming. And they have been going since I think 2014. And wow. it's not only... It's not only the ladies in the library, or the ladies that came to the library, this spread throughout the community. And I think if you check with Estelle or with Rhonda mm -hmm. or anyone, oh, you probably know you go to the barn, mm -hmm. the pink packages that comes in, there's right. quite a few of those, isn't there? Well, <laughs> yes. those, <laughs> those come in from all over Pictou County, all over River John area, Tatamagush area, the, there's people that are making squares that we don't even see, but they yeah. bring the squares or they drop them off. Mm -hmm. And my one of the uh, River John square knitters, Gwen, and her husband, mm -hmm. Leroy, they took it upon themselves to package them all up. They're the oh. ones that pack up those nice pink parcels that you get oh. in Bryanston. <laughs> Thank you, Gwen, if you're listening. <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> and Leroy. And Leroy, yeah. So, yes. Gosh, yeah. That's fantastic. Gloria, isn't it amazing? I mean, you start out just with an idea, and uh, libraries are actually a really great um, place to, to hold a knitting group, uh, uh, you know, just a, a fellowship group, a place where people can, with a like mind and a sort of a, a similar hobby, can come and join. And yeah. then to, ha to have a purpose also, mm -hmm. you, you're not just knitting for yourself, you're knitting for a cause. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of the things when you say that with a purpose, that's one of the things that I did put in the flyer um, yeah. was knitting with a purpose. Mm. Because knitting is great, but like when I was years ago, just knitting for the sake of knitting. And do you know, Leanne, there was a lady that came. She's still one of our River John Square knitters. Mm -hmm. She told me that before she joined the group, she used to actually knit things and then just rip them apart and knit it again. Aww. She loved knitting, but she had nothing to knit. She, she, she had everything she needed. Yeah. So now she doesn't rip anything part she knits it and sends it to south africa and it becomes part of a beautiful blanket oh that's oh lovely. yes for sure mm -hmm. yeah see that's fantastic mm -hmm. and gloria um your your snippets uh, newsletter um do, do you want to just describe how you put that together i mean you know for, from your own point of view how you gather things and well you know, i you probably I probably do too much work. Anybody else doing it would say, why do you do that? <laughs> what I do is I, I'm scouring the forum all the time. Mm -hmm. um, 
people are so interesting. They say the nicest things. That's one thing I find about our forum. Mm -hmm. There is never a harsh word. There's never criticism. Everybody mm -hmm. loves everything. And so there's mm -hmm. always some nice comments or nice pictures. Um, of course, I include things from all the different discussions, things from the barn, but mm -hmm. I have to gather these things. And I start, when I launch my SNPs, now I've, I've just about got it finished for this month. Mm -hmm. I just had a lovely suggestion from a lady um, that I'm going to add to it. But once I launch it, that will be probably, well, I usually shoot for the fourth Monday of every month. I'm okay. late this month because too much going on. Mm -hmm. So on the Tuesday after that Monday, mm -hmm. I start on my next snips. I start okay. gathering things and I, I work on it in, a, in, a, in another program that I have. Mm -hmm. And I just slowly transfer it all over. Yes, but I I love getting suggestions from people if mm -hmm. they want to see something, if they would like to write something to put in it, that would be nice. Mm -hmm. um, but I just I gather all month long. I gather things. I copy and paste a lot because mm -hmm. the stuff is already there from the For barn sure. and from the blanket room and the themes, but all the different headings and all the different discussions. I like to mm -hmm. include them in it. And then it's it's sent automatically to all the members on the uh, in the square circle forum. Am I right? Well, as far as we know, it is. Mm. Um, it gets. I, I used to broadcast myself, but I wow. always get a little nervous <laughs> doing that. No, no, you just have to go in and, and um, fill in this whole forum thing. Anyways, Amy, as you you met Amy, I'm sure. Yes, yes I did. What a sweetheart okay. she is. Yes, she's mm. a sweetie. And what she does is once I've got it all ready to go, I'll let her know and I will put it live. I'll put it on the forum and I'll just text her and I'll say it's on the forum and she'll broadcast it for me. And uh, as far as we know, it goes to everybody who is a forum member. But yes. what we've discovered is that some of the forum members don't get it and we don't know why. If you're listening and you don't ever get a notification of cast snippets, um, let somebody know, and maybe we can figure out why you're not getting it. But yeah, every month point. you'll get a note. Yeah, you'll get a notification that snips is out, and you can mm -hmm. read it. Lovely. Yeah. Great. Gloria, can you tell us a bit about the the Nitter Square shop? Because um, that's something that uh, is is a is a whole side of Nitter Square that um, that maybe listeners aren't even aware of? Well, the cash shop is a place where you can go and download things. Um, you buy things from the cash shop, but whatever money you pay goes directly to Rhonda. There's no middleman. There's nobody that skims off the top. This mm -hmm. all goes to Rhonda to help the children. Some lovely There's things uh, greeting cards. But there's some beautiful ones of uh, photos that Annika took, Annika in the Netherlands. She took photos in her garden and there's pictures on those cards. There's also art prints mm -hmm. of flowers from Annika's garden. There is, oh yeah, there is, I mean, you can go in and make the donations to um, help pay the rent, to help Rhonda's right-hand man. You can make uh, a donation to help pay the go-go's. 
Yeah. There's all kinds of different things. Yeah. But if you want to receive a physical uh, thing for your money, like the mm -hmm. greeting cards or the art prints or the coloring book or the flashcards or the Tunisian crochet books, mm -hmm. um, you pay for those, you download them, but the money that you've paid is gone right to Nita Square. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you buy. You're still making a donation to Nita Square. Yeah. And just recently, Karen Gordon took over as our shopkeeper. Ann Powell used to be the head shopkeeper. And mm -hmm. uh, so for the last year, we really haven't had anybody there doing that. Mm -hmm. But Karen Gordon has taken over. So you can expect to see uh, a monthly blurb, I'm pretty sure, in mm -hmm. Let's Talk Shop, which is another discussion. Yeah. And she'll probably feature an item every month just to give you an idea but just whatever you'd like to do if you go into the cash shop pick something buy it and you're making a donation to the children yeah yeah it's i mean the whole website is is remarkable because it's all set up with so much interest and so many practical ways of helping oh yes really it is yeah yeah so and gloria what about your own projects uh, what are you knitting at the moment what are you working on <laughs> I'm making an eight. I'm making an eight-inch square. <laughs> <laughs> do you like to That's make a... the? Do, do, do you like to make the uh, textured ones or the um, like the alphabet letters? You know, do you do sort of color work? What What is your? your oh my thing? goodness, Leanne! I I like to switch it up. I mm -hmm. I have. I have uh, joint problems, my hands, I think all of us do. Mm -hmm. So I can't just sit and knit, knit, knit. I have to go from knit to crochet to Tunisian crochet mm -hmm. and it changes the muscles that I'm using. Um, yeah. And I'm it's always, I'm always switching it up. I'm looking for new patterns and mm -hmm. I like, I like using um, variegated yarns, um, okay. multicolored yarns because they're mm -hmm. interesting. You never know what color is coming up. And as far as textures, yes, I, I prefer doing some kind of a pattern, but mm -hmm. I have nothing against just doing straight knitting as well. Yeah. And it depends very much on what you're doing. I find if you're on a phone call, it's nice to just do a, a to, to work on straight knitting. But if you're sitting, oh, yeah. um, you know, and you've got uh, space and time to kind of concentrate and focus, it's quite nice to do an, an intricate pattern where you have to count, but then at least the the result yeah. is really pleasing, isn't it? Yes, and of course, in the summertime now, when we were traveling, we went up to the cottage last week just to check on things, and it was a beautiful mm -hmm. sunny day. Mm -hmm. And Bev Jeffrey has a theme coming up in April, and the color she's chosen for the PJs is black. <laughs> wow. And I find it, oh yeah, and I find it very difficult to see black stitches. So I okay. thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my black yarn. It's a mm -hmm. sunny day, sitting in the car. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I made a couple of black PJs while I was in the sunlight. So well, that's a good idea. <laughs> that worked out. That worked out well. And and driving, knitting while you're driving or flying or doing anything like that is actually it's very possible. I I do it all the time. Oh, yes. it's a wonderful oh, yes, way to spend yes, the time. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't drive myself, so mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. I'm always the passenger. Me too. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. One should stipulate it's not recommended while driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do not try this when you're behind the steering wheel. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the other thing, um, Gloria, is, uh, you, know, you know, I'm visually impaired. And the, the nice thing about knitting, especially the plain Jane squares, is that you can knit those by feel if you if you sort of get used to feeling your work. And um, I suppose when it comes to knitting black squares. Well, that's true. When you, you know, when you're knitting dark squares, um, like black and navy blue and dark brown and all that, um, it's quite nice if you've actually taught yourself to, to knit by feel, because then you really can um, not look, you can watch TV or something. <laughs> That's right. And with, with plain knitting, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to look. But if yeah. I'm crocheting, I still need to look. Tunisian crochet, if I'm just doing the simple stitch, I don't need to look. But anything that requires the pattern, I do need to look. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm want uh, if I'm wanting to do anything when I'm busy doing something else, if my mm-hmm. mind is going somewhere else, it has to be just plain garter stitch knitting. Okay. Yeah. Will you just tell us a little bit about Tunisian crochet? Because I don't know it. Um, what do you use for it and how does the effect come out well tunisian crochet they say tunisian crochet is sort of between knitting and crocheting Mm -hmm. Um, with knitting you have a long needle and you gather your stitches on you knit them on and then you knit them off you knit them on you knit them off Mm -hmm. with crochet you're knitting one stitch at a time so now with tunisian crochet Mm -hmm. With Tunisian crochet, you gather your stitches. There's two rows in each in each row. There's a forward pass and a return pass. Okay. On the forward pass, you're gathering your stitches. On the return pass, you're working them off. Now in Tunisian crochet, you're working on one side of the fabric only. If you're doing oh. it with a double pointed hook, which I think on the form we've decided to call this crow knitting. It's the same stitches that you use in Tunisian crochet, but you're flipping from one side to the other. So, yeah, there's there's to my mind, Leanne, there are many more stitch possibilities with Tunisian crochet than there are with knitting or crochet. Um, I I love it. Oh, yeah, I just love it. So have you taught yourself a lot of the stitch patterns? Yes, I have. <laughs> I make them <laughs> up as I go along. <laughs> you really? Gosh, so, well, I so, do. Yeah. So listeners who are interested in doing the same could actually download the Tunisian Crochet book from Knitter Square and um, learn some of those yeah. stitch patterns. They certainly could. Yes, yes. And there's always online help for everything, as you know. Yes, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, those there's um, Tunisian crochet books in the cash shop mm-hmm. that show the first one shows the basics and the next one has, I think I forget now, but I think there's a few more stitches of that and different mm-hmm. patterns. Mm-hmm. But once you get on to, I guess it's like everything though. I was going to say, once you get on to Tunisian crochet, then you can sort of make up your own patterns as you go. But I guess you can do that with anything, can't you? 
I've just yeah. never tried it with knitting or ordinary crochet. My mother, oh my goodness, my mother mm -hmm. could have made anything. She was a great knitter, crocheter, and she's the one who got me into Tunisian crochet, except that all she ever did was the Tunisian simple stitch, which mm -hmm. at the time was called the Afghan stitch. The Tunisian crochet hooks used to be Afghan hooks. And the only stitch there was, was that Afghan stitch. And okay. it was a ter terrible stitch, just terrible. <laughs> it curled, it curled unmercifully. And in later years, people have picked up on the fact that you can um, pair it with other stitches and, you know, you can, uh, it, it, the double-ended, um, Tunisian crochet mm. flattens it right out. There's no curling. Um, right. It's just beautiful. I get excited when I talk about it. Can you tell? I can hear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this technique. I really do. As a matter of fact, a couple of the ladies on the forum uh, this month have decided they're going to give it a go. They've ordered to need, They've ordered the double-ended hooks. So I'm really excited to see oh, how they can cool. make out with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we need to sort of have a challenge or something and and get a whole you know, make it a monthly theme even and get everybody. Oh, involved. that would be fun. That would <laughs> be fun. Anybody that wants to. Um, I'm reminded that I've been reminded by several people that everybody does not like to want to learn something new. They uh, like true. to do what they're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And we all have different abilities. And I think, um, you know, one one needs to be reminded of the fact that you you go through different stages, and sometimes, you know, if you've got a an injury or if you happen to be incredibly busy at a certain stage, you you, you knit what you are comfortable with and what keeps you sane. You know? Exactly. Because you know? it's so yeah. therapeutic to knit. You don't necessarily have to challenge yourself to something new. Oh, it is. It is. It's very therapeutic. It's therapeutic for a lot of reasons. Um, what I've found with the River John Square Knitters, there are several ladies that will come in and they'll bring squares and they'll say, one lady, she brought in squares and she said, the lady that knit these is 98 years old. And yeah, it's like it gives them a new lease on life, right? I mean, when you, yeah. when you're sitting in a nursing home and you have very few visitors, Mm. Um, I like I think about my mother, although she was active right till the end. But mm. had she ever been in a position where she was in a home and not many visitors, what would she do? Mm. Because she but if you handed her a ball of yarn and a pair of knitting needles, she'd be in seventh heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And That's there true. are so many people like that. So Gloria, it's lovely to chat to you. And I just want to thank you on behalf of everybody for your snippets and all the effort you put in. I mean, it's just wonderful to have a, you know, a, a monthly roundup of all the news and a sample of all the, the stuff that's going on. <laughs> oh, well, and, that's good. It's nice to know it's being read at least. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and and I, I think also your lovely, um, the, your personality, which comes through, you know, you're so bubbly when you you participate on the forum, and it's just so upbeat oh all the time. <laughs> oh, I try, I try. Yeah. yeah, and when you next see your River John Nisses, please send them, you know, our regards and our our appreciation and gratitude. I mean, gosh, they with their lovely pink parcels, they just bless us all in oh, the okay. <laughs> I will tell them that, Leanne. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. 
Thank you, Gloria. And thanks for sharing your, your, um, your passion with us. Okay, my dear. You have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>